Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 172. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Paddock Lopez. The paddock. It's like the, it's the, like the T-Rex paddock. paddock. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's like am, full of velociraptors. Am I in the paddock trying to break out to instead. get platinums, or my platinums lock in the paddock? And I'm trying to get out. You are. You embody the paddock. Oh, and you contain the platinum. <laughs> I see. <laughs> and that other voice you're hearing is David Chillibor Tate. Oh, it's so cold today, guys. It's like 41 degrees Fahrenheit, which is very Ugh. cold. I like that. It's cold. Mm-mm. No, it's very cold. It's bad. It's no good. <laughs> The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. Uh, but first, but first, gentlemen, would you regale me mm. with tales yes. of what you are playing at? I would be happy to, but Surfs. first I need to point out in the chat, Ronan Kai has let us know, does Adam know they didn't do nicknames last time? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we forgot. A disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know until just now, so that was news to me. I we just oh my forgot. Goodness. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. But um, I I'll let you. I'll start. Why not? So, guys, first, right off the bat, we're gonna start with a plug. Um, Twitch.tv slash SBFVGS. It's a wonderful Twitch channel. Uh, why I might mm. be bringing mm. it up in the what we've been playing at segment is well, I stream almost every single game that I play these days. Uh, there is one game, and I'll get to that in a second, that I have not been streaming, but everything else that I play, I stream. So so that means if you've been watching our channel, I've been I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. I just beat Super Mario 3D World with the handsomely faced Eric Kruger. Um, uh, yes. I have been playing uh, Resident Evil 7. I've been playing Control. Um, just this very evening, I was playing Fall Guys with Vegas Mel and, and Eric uh, over on Twitch. Oh uh, it's been a very fun time. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yes, yeah, so if you want to see what I'm playing, uh, you can head over to twitch.tv slash SBFVGS. If you want to know what I'm playing and like, you know, know what's coming next. Uh, if you go to twitch.tv slash SBFVGS slash schedule, you can just see the schedule because I plan ahead. You know, you can see every all the streams planned for the week. Uh, usually I post them on Monday. So anyway, I've been playing that Ratchet and Clank because it's been remastered at well, it's not really been remastered, but they like uncapped the frame rate to 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Beautiful. Feels great. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Fall Guys, it's always fun. I've been playing a little bit of Destiny 2. That hasn't been streamed. That, that's been my Wednesday night game. I can only play it once a week. My schedule is jam-packed these days. I'm the most organized. My gaming is the most organized it's been my whole life, probably. Um, and, uh, and so that leaves Wednesday evenings to play Destiny 2. Not really making a lot of progress, but it's fun to hang out with my Destiny friends. That's the only reason I'm really doing it. So, yeah, um, good times. <clears throat> good old Top Newsman Ultima Kills and Dead Words and Top Newsman Bearmock and, uh, etc., etc. But, um, so, but then the game that I've been playing off stream is God of War. I've been playing that yeah. at that beautiful 60 frames per second. Uh, and it's my second playthrough. I've played it before. I'm almost at the end, but I have found myself getting more distracted by the side stuff this time around. And I'm actually popping trophies that I didn't get Ooh. my first playthrough. Uh, I'm not going for platinum. I'm not going to beat the Valkyries. I've already I tried. <sighs> I beat two of them. No problem. When yeah. I got to the third one, I couldn't do it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like beating my head against this wall because that's you, just the third one. I, I will so. say this, though. <laughs> it's worth going to search for all of them, at least, because they all look so freaking cool. Yeah, I, 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 I there's only one. Them. There's only one I haven't opened the area of. So I'll do that. And then but I'm not going to kill it because okay. it's too hard. But um, and I don't oh, like man. the Valkyrie fights are so good. Yeah, though. good, But I just don't feel like. Oh, man. Well, just I, I think if you can. So the first Valkyrie that I found was I, I don't know if it's like I can't remember if they actually like if one Valkyrie is always in the same place or if it's like the order you fight them in. I'm guessing it's there. One Valkyrie is always in the same place. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the one, first the one, one that I really came across after being able to get in there um was uh, you know the easiest one mm-hmm. and that was still really hard like it took me several <laughs> tries to get it see i got and that then, one but on my I first try <clears throat> and then i got the second one on my first try and then nice. i tried the third one once and i couldn't anymore so i gave up <laughs> oh man i'm telling you i'm telling you if you because it, it like it took me a while to wrap my head around those fights yeah. and uh but yeah once i once i got it and beat the cup first couple I was addicted. I had to. I had to beat the rest <laughs> yeah. of them. So I, I'm not you know. making any promises with that. Um, I'll probably beat it on my next play session. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. That game is a masterpiece. Uh, second time, just as good. Um, but also, nice. I played through Resident Evil Seven a second time. This time, not in VR. And I've talked about that enough on the stream. I beat it finally. The ending is crazy. Uh, and then I started Control which is a beautiful man. That game is beautiful. I actually was able to stream it. uh, I'm actually able to stream it at 60 frames per second with half of the ray tracing turned on, on, on my PC. Uh, Oh yeah, I saw it looks really pretty. Is this the first time going through control for you? Uh, No. So I've, I got about halfway through the game. I got to like the fungus area. Okay. Yeah. um, On my first playthrough. Adam's favorite area. Oh yeah, I hated that. I, area. that that's when I stopped <laughs> when I got to that area. So I, like, I probably didn't I love got it either. To the, I remember I got to the boss of that area, and, and that was like an optional it's thing, optional. I think. Yeah. And I was like, I did. I got to the boss, and I died a couple times. I was like, screw this, I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming back to this fungus area. Yeah. It, it does not help that at least, especially. Uh, it, I think it's better now. But when that game came out, um, the PS4, especially OG PS4 load the, times, are the base, total yeah. garbage. 
So dying and then yes. having to get back there is like it's miserable. It's absolutely yeah. miserable. Yeah, it would it would be like a good solid minute of loading and Oof. then like a few minutes of walking right. just to try it again and die in like thirteen seconds. Yeah, so. <laughs> no good. Like, I'm, I'm playing on my M2 SSD and there's no loading problem. Yeah. It's like a P. It's the same, basically the same kind of drive as in the PS5. At the yeah. loading times, yeah, that's are amazing. Um, it's so funny how quickly you get spoiled with that stuff. Yeah, really? like as yeah. soon as I as soon as I got used to like the PS5 loading speed, I was like, oh, so horrible to go back. <laughs> like, I remember experiencing the exact same thing with when I went to when I got the PS4 mm-hmm. and just like the layout of it. I lived with the you know I was getting I got used to the PS4 um, UI mm-hmm. and everything. Got used to living that way with like the the auto resume and everything. And it just like I went back to the PS3 to play some Nino Kuni and I was like. Oh, this is horrible. Like, how do we live with this yeah. cross media bar for seven years? Yeah, it's true. But yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So Ronan Kai in the chat said, Did Dad of Boy get a PS5 touch up? Kind of. Basically, they, they, it's on, it runs at the highest setting the PS4 Pro could run it, but also they've uh, raised the frame rate cap to 60 frames per second. Yeah. So uh, it's beautiful. Pretty cool. Um, plays great. And but, you, out of the, out of the box, even before they did that, you, if you had the disc, the oh, yeah. 1.0 version of it had uh, an unlocked frame rate, and you could get that 60 FPS. But, well, not, um, not me, because I have that digital PS5, yeah, me so too. I can't play mm. any discs. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't have any asymmetrical <laughs> lines, so Wes Anderson would love my PS5. He loves symmetry. That's true. So my yes. PS5, he'd like way better than yours, Adam. Uh, he really would. <laughs> Mine has the beer belly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Control, beautiful game. I am playing. One of the mm. reasons I'm streaming all the games I play is because it keeps me accountable and like keeps me, even though it, there have been a few games that I haven't beaten that I was streaming, but like when I know people are like showing up to watch me play the game, then I mm-hmm. feel bad if I plan to play the game and then don't. So like I, it keeps me more um, focused on the game that I'm playing instead of starting the next shiny, shiny Um so control's good. I can't wait to to play more of it. Uh, but uh, also, I didn't play this. But I'm sure Mike will talk about this. I missed the Resident Evil 8 demo on PS5. Mm. Um, mm. It looks beautiful. I did go back and watch a streamer watch it. Anyway, that's that's it. I think that's everything <laughs> I've been playing. I've been talking for like five hours. So, <laughs> how about you, Mike? Uh, yeah. What so are you up to? I've you still been at? playing Disco Elysium. It's really fantastic. Ooh. I do love it. Speaking of load times, though, oddly enough, load times in that game are not great. Um, oh really they're not awful but it, it's really weird uh having just played a few games that have like spectacular load times or optimized for ps5 yeah. things like that and then playing or even uh playing ghost of tsushima on ps4 with like like six second load yeah, times on the base and freaking yeah, how they do that ps4 that was insane i have no idea it's witch magic yeah. so uh so discalism basically has uh a load screen whenever you change a map because the maps are, are like isometric and static. So if you click on a door and you have to go to the next building, like there's a, a load time there and it's, it's not terrible, but it's like a 10 second load time, even on the PS five. And it, it doesn't seem to matter what it has to load. Like uh, th- there's an area of the game you can, you can get into and it loads into just this little tiny room. It's just like a singular room. That's like a closet and you can mm. check out that room. And then there's another exit that, that can go out and then it's another load screen. So just for this one little individual map, it's the exact same loading screen as if like you go into like a huge environment. Um, oh. so <laughs> it's, it doesn't like ruin or anything. It's just weird. I, and like we said earlier, yeah. I'm, I'm just getting spoiled now with games with fast load times. <laughs> uh, my patience wears thin, yeah. but I mean, that game is fantastic. I did die. 
um, in the game. What so, happens? Uh, Do you have to start over? Well, how does that? I don't think I ever died. That's crazy. <laughs> so the the game, um, I think I mentioned last time when I was playing it, I, I'm playing kind of a somewhat insane person. I've really uh, put all the stat points into Psyche and I'm really just kind of digging down that road. Okay. Um, to the point where I actually just I looked at a particular piece of paper. Yeah. And I'm still not sure what was on it, but just my character reading it caused him to go into like cardiac arrest, tip over and die. And it's back to the title screen. He's what? Just, <laughs> he what? just died. <laughs> but How I mean, I had reading a, a piece oh of gosh. paper kill you. I don't know. Apparently there was something really detrimental on this piece of paper, but I didn't get to Whoa. know as the player what it said. Um, so that was pretty cool. Wow. But, you know, so I just I just oh loaded gosh. up a, a save I had that was like a minute before that. I was like, don't read oh, that. Okay. That thing I got. Just don't, put, don't read that. Put that You'll back die. in the old pocket and just <laughs> forget it exists. Um, but yeah, that game is rad. That's I'm, crazy. I'm, I think I'm probably I feel like I'm like three fourths the way through it at this point. Um, OK, so uh, cool. Yeah, we'll probably cool. beat it soon. Um, aside nice. from that. Uh, I played the Resident Evil 8 uh, demo that came oh. out uh, this last weekend, which ah, was the yes. Village uh, demo. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, topic time. So I won't get too far into that. Spoiler alert. Jeez. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it for me. Wow. All right. Somehow Very not nice. five hours like mine. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> so, stop playing so many video games, I Dave. Know. Come on. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the... Uh, so I I missed last episode. Obviously, yeah. what? So this is you, wait, uh, you weren't here. I didn't even notice. I wasn't. I was not. I, and wow. I apologize. Uh, oh. But yeah, it was my it was my 15 year anniversary with my wife. So that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> sounds like something you could have. So, it sounds like an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, I've been playing some Hades, which is I got oh, finally yeah. got back to it. Um, I'm loving that game. It's just I love I love Supergiant. Mm-hmm. You know. There, they just won, do? didn't they? Just win uh, the Dice Award. Yeah, there's today? a bunch of Dice Awards. They, they just won, won an insane amount of awards for Hades. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super, super excited. I think excited they just them. won like the Dice Award for Game of the Year. But uh, that's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, all the, the congratulations and love to those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, Little Nightmares Two. Oh. So, yeah, so played this uh, the other night uh, for just like the first two sections. So it was probably like, I don't know, two, three hours. Um, but man, that game is fantastic. I know it didn't get as great of reviews as the first one because I think a lot of reviewers were kind of thinking, oh, this is more of the same. I, I actually really like the two-player thing. So it's not two-player co-op. I wish it was. Right. But it's it's um, it's like you just have an, a computer, you know, an AI companion Wait, with there's you. no two-player um, co-op? No, I thought there was, but I was mistaken. But anyway, yeah, so you just have an AI companion with you and... um yeah, you just kind of go um, and you're you sometimes have to figure out a way to get that that companion through an area because they can't do everything you can do. There's combat in this one where there wasn't in the first one. So I really like the things they added. Uh, I think the combat is a little it, potentially a little frustrating mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. um, just because <laughs> there's like at least in the areas that, that we saw, um, there's there's some enemies that come up they run up at you and they stop just out of range and you have like if you have like a a 
a pipe or a hammer or something, you'll swing it and you'll miss them by an inch and you don't have time to swing it again. They just get you and you're oh, dead. Wow. And it's a one hit. So it's like if you, you got to really, that you got to keep really running at them. and scary. Yeah. You have to keep running at them even if they're, you know, so when they stop, you get that extra inch and then you can smash them in the face. Um, so yeah, it's, but yeah, if once you get over that, I think, um, I think it's very good. And gosh, there's something in that game in the second area that will haunt my nightmares forever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. The, so there's like the the first area is like this woods, woodsy kind of area. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's a huntsman who's kind of after you or Tanner, I guess. I don't know. He's he's doing all this, you know, animal skinning Ew. in his hut. And then he he's like chasing you down. And that that level was cool. Um but the second one is like this school area. Oh, I know. And creepy schools about. are creepy schools are no good. Silent yeah. Hill. You know? If Silent Hill taught us anything, it's yeah. schools can be really creepy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> creepy schools, uh-uh. No good. So uh, but yeah, in Little Nightmares 2, there's a teacher in that in that creepy school, and she can stretch her neck like uh, <laughs> ad nauseum. She can stretch her neck. Like the mom from Coraline, look, the fake mom from Coraline. Yeah. Like she'll be standing in one room and like you, if she sees you and you start running off, she'll just be stretching her neck oh. into the next room to look for you. Oh, it's the creepiest thing. And it reminds <laughs> me of the, the there's a, a dude in the first game that has like these super long arms and he'll like go feeling around for you and it's all creepy. But this is like even worse because her creepy face is on the end of it. <laughs> oh. And uh, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, I won't spoil anything. But if you if anyone out there has played it, you know what I'm talking about at the end of the second area. I got <laughs> and me and my son were playing it together. We're just like, oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so anyway, really enjoying that though. I'm excited to play more. Um, yeah, and that about does it. Nice. Okay. So nice. I think, if I'm not mistaken, mm. it is time for the news. Woo! Oof. Oh, I missed that. You know, I, uh, now that I think about it, I did realize that you weren't here last week or two weeks ago because, uh, you oh. know, no one was here to sing that beautiful thing. No one did it. Yeah. yeah. So I think I did the old school one uh, yep. because you were missing. So. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. cool, cool, cool. So um, let's see. Let's see. We got a lot of news. A lot of, I'm going to go right on back to. About a fortnight ago, because okay. this is, of course, the SBF EGS fortnightly news wrap up. That's right. Where we discuss the top news stories of the fortnight as submitted on reddit.com slash r slash SBF EGS. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So anyway, this one, I, this was kind of interesting. There was some there was some reporting that came out um, and some of the devs who kind of went on record to say, Hey, I wish I could have been more forthright (laughs) about this stuff, but I can't, I can't really talk about this, but somehow the story got out that the days gone sequel Mm -hmm. was not greenlit by Sony. Mm. Apparently the game was pitched to them as a shared world kind of, uh, you know, multiplayer type thing. And, uh, yeah, they have passed on it. So it's, uh, you know, it's interesting because Sony Bend, you know, they pitched several projects to Sony before settling on Days Gone. Yeah. And now it looks like they're kind of back in pitch mode. So that's kind of interesting. Or maybe they already have another project. Maybe they pitched a couple projects at once and then that the other one got greenlit. We don't know. Yeah, but, they are uh, working on something over there, apparently. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, I mean, but sometimes it's working on something is just working on some prototypes for various ideas until they kind of give you the green light. Cause that's why we didn't see a game for that, uh, from Ben since, uh, the uncharted Vita game yeah. oh, up wow. until days gone. Yeah. So they, they were working on that game for quite a long time. Oof. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't really play Days Gone, so I guess it's kind of my fault. <laughs> we did, but, we well, did buy you it. You bought it though, so I mean, <laughs> I bought. You're part of the solution, Adam. I think we can safely say. <laughs> I, I now have it for free because I bought a PS5. So yeah, I could I could check it out one of these days for free and yeah, see what you get the fuss is all sweet, about. Sweet, sweet, sixty FPS. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna buy it on PC, but then I bought a PS5, and I'm like, well, I already I'm already in the hole from this thing, so maybe not. <laughs> maybe we don't buy it on PC and. Just yeah, yeah. Check it out on console. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, why not? I haven't so, decided. This one's kind of interesting. So David Jaffe, who is the famed creator of the God Twisted of War Metal. series and Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he's kind of like the an OG, you know, PlayStation guru, I, I guess you could say. One of the earlier PlayStation celebs of the gaming development community. Mm-hmm. Um Mr. Jaffe has gone on record to say he has a source, a secret source uh, within Sony that uh, they are working on a counterpunch to Xbox Game Pass. That's a cool thing, I think. I think that's an everybody Don't wins Don't they already have one? So apparently, you know, because I, I would argue kind of mm-hmm. like they kind of have an answer. They, they had it first, right? They had PlayStation Now. And they had the streaming part of it. That was kind of the core. But then they went ahead and added game downloads for PS4 games and um, presumably PS5 games once they are added to the service. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that so far, they don't have anything similar as far as like, here's all our first party stuff, right? Day and date on the service. Right. Like that. Yeah. I don't, and I don't, honestly, I don't know if they'll ever do that. But that doesn't sound like Sony because they pour so much money into their first party exclusives like why give them away for free you know ish you know they do it sometimes right they'll they'll do certain like games that like mostly like second party stuff Mm -hmm. where they funded it like uh what was it destruction all-stars game i think they helped fund Uh, it the game i played one time and uninstalled immediately (laughs) yes yes that (laughs) one i liked i had a good time with it (laughs) okay but um anyway but yeah so it's it's you could argue that they already have most of it there, right? They already have kind of, they're already most of the way there. The The main things they aren't doing as well as Microsoft is, yeah, throwing their first party exclusives on there day and date. Um, and then just, I guess the marketing behind PlayStation now is not anywhere close to the Game Pass marketing and, and kind of the public reception of it is... Uh, you know, it, it has improved over the last couple of years yeah. for sure. Ever since they added downloads, but not, not anywhere close to uh, kind of the meteoric game pass rise. So it's cool to hear. Uh, I don't really seem, I don't know. It would have to be pretty great for me to pay them 15 bucks a month yeah. to, mm-hmm. to play games. Like I'd, I'd rather just buy a game and own it and have it and not have to pay someone every month to keep playing it. Yeah. So I'm that, old though. That business model is going old. away. My dude, like, we already are being trained to not buy movies anymore. You know, Microsoft is trying really hard to train us to not buy games anymore. It's uh, I like they want that sweet, sweet subscription. Yeah, they, cash want, they want monthly income. They want guaranteed <laughs> monthly income. 
so that you don't just yeah. buy every movie you want to watch and then not give them money for years like yeah. what used to happen. I so, don't like this model. Yeah. Uh, Ronan Kai. I don't, I don't either. Ronan Kai says, I don't know if I believe they can pull it off to a competitive level against Game Pass. Yeah, I I so my I, problem is either it will be more expensive because they don't want to give their games away for free. Yeah. Or it won't have all of their brand new games, so it won't compete sure. with Microsoft. So that that's like the two, you know what I mean? Like that's the two ways I see it going. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree. I, I don't see them throwing, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 day and date mm-hmm. on the service, right. you know? Right. Or um, if they do, it's going to be a $50 a month service, so they at least get <laughs> something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I think that's the the takeaway from this news story is that Sony is absolutely not scared of copying Microsoft. You remember back in the day, mm-hmm. Microsoft created achievements, that whole system, oh, yeah. the metagame uh-huh. to gaming on the 360, and Sony was like, huh, okay, we'll do that exact thing. We'll call it trophies. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's uh, so I mean, and it and it worked right. Like, so Mike not is the now in super into those plats. So I it do. did definitely work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sony's not afraid to copy Microsoft's homework for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it goes back and forth. Right. Because like on, on one hand, I think we'd all agree Game Pass is a, a phenomenal uh, deal for for consumers. It's like a really, really good thing. Um, but I, I've always personally been concerned about like it turning just like to David said, like the way we do with music and movies. You know, I had read an article, I think earlier this week, um, where Apple is bragging uh, about their Apple music service. They pay a penny per stream and that's more than anybody else does. And it just makes me so sad. Yeah. (laughs) They have bragging rights over a penny a stream. It's like, that's awful. Yeah. That's huge. Cause like a Spotify thing pays like a quarter of mm-hmm. a cent. Yeah. It's like fractions <laughs> or of a something cent like that for stream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Maybe not even that much. I can't remember what it is, but it's insanely low. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, next news story. Epic is reportedly set to lose at least 330 million in efforts to compete with steam for the, of course the Epic game store. It's all those um, exclusives that they keep paying for, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, and it's a smart move. I think mm-hmm. they, obviously they're not epic's not in any trouble financially no right like that is that's something that is uh an investment for them and that's kind of how they view it right like we're we're dumping all this money into this epic game store because eventually this will be a huge pillar of our business yeah. you know and, and this news so. comes not far after the announcement that sony just invested like another 200 or 250 million into epic games so yeah mm-hmm pretty negligible loss 200 200 million yeah epic that's another news story here epic games has raised 1 billion for that long-term metaverse plan so that's pretty wild yeah i don't know i don't even know what the metaverse i have no idea what metaverse (laughs) plans are but it sounds sounds cool really cool really cool i know it's worth about a billion dollars didn't they just like dr strange kind of stuff (laughs) didn't they just release that epic meta human creator or something Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That I tool. wonder if that's related yeah. to that in some oh, way. Oh, 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 oh! That is such a cool tool. Really I, I, I was blown away by that. Like just, just putting like that level of facial animation and stuff into the hands of like anyone with an Unreal uh, uh, subscription. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. So this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's called Meta Human. Meta Human Creator. Yeah, Meta Human. So might be um, related. 
Oh yeah, metaverse. Eh, that could be it. Yeah. yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, so this is cool and weird. Uh, CD Projekt Red is prepping for Cyberpunk 2077 uh, to return to the PlayStation Store, <laughs> and they claim they've had friendly relations with Sony. So I'm always a fan of that. <laughs> cool. I, I mean, it's about time. How long has that game been out? <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. It's, it's when did it come out? November. Yeah, I it, think November. It came, it came out, out in November. Or was it late November? It was off PSN by December 14th or yeah, December like, 17th, somewhere so around there. It's been there. gone for like four months. Four months. Five months. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. By the way, our chat has <laughs> about the Epic thing one last time. Soak7 in the chat says Epic Store is a mess. Ronan Kai says Epic just confuses me. Lars Dow says Dr. Evil, my billion dollar metahuman is nearly complete. <laughs> 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 Sorry, just had, uh, those are some really good comments I wanted to throw in there. So <laughs> Vegas Mel, does friendly equal begging? <laughs> <laughs> like, please, please, Sony, please. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I heard an in, I heard an insane uh, statistic. Like they, I think CD Projekt Red refunded out of the thirteen some odd millions copies of Cyberpunk they sold uh, the end of last year. They refunded uh, like thirty thousand copies, mm-hmm. which is almost nothing. It's right? a drop but in the bucket. It, I think it's it nothing. made up. It ended up costing them like fifty million dollars, and people were like, "Oh, dang!" But yeah. at the same time, that's. <laughs> That's like nothing compared to what they made. Right. <laughs> they still pocketed like two hundred and fifty million in profit, I think, after all that. So yeah. it's it's insane. And, and that that number that, those numbers that you're quoting on both of those, I believe, are th- from their earnings report through December thirtieth. So they've made a lot more money than mm-hmm. that. Like we don't know exactly oh, how absolutely. much. Yet. Um, it's totally, I'm sure sales totally cooled crazy. off after like the whole. What well, always fiasco, does, right? But that's, that's why I'm like, oh, it's gonna, but it's gonna I'm be back old. on PSN. But it's like, it's well, it's kind of too late. I don't think you're gonna see a, a huge resurgence of people buying Cyberpunk on PSN. Like the folks that wanted I it already I, bought it. Uh, it'll still continue yeah, to sell. I think you could see it. Yeah, I think you could see the the numbers go up. A when they finally release their like next gen version of it, Maybe. and B yeah. when um when they release DLC down the line. You know, if they support it well even though they've supported it pretty poorly so far, um, you know, <laughs> out think, of, uh, I mean, out of not, it, I'm not, I'm not faulting developers, <laughs> but I'm just saying like it is, it has been, uh, it's been a while, you know, it has been a while and it's been bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lars says, wait, Lars says okay. failing upwards is the classic large video game company move, right? <laughs> <laughs> we made too much money from this horrible launch. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Adam. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, when was the last time you played Cyberpunk? <laughs> I have not gone back in. Oh boy, in like four months. months. <laughs> probably, probably. Okay, so when was it? I think. I think it was February. I probably yeah. It, it's been close oh my to, gosh. It's been yeah. like three months since I played wow. it, or two months at yeah. least. Yeah. What an awful game! I, I'm glad you know, it's gone. I, I just put it on the shelf, <laughs> and I was, was kind of waiting. I was just waiting for the the big patches to come, and then they never came. No. And they got CD Projekt Red got hacked, and the whole thing. It's just it's been bad over there. It's been pretty yeah, bad it's been over tough there. times in Poland. I, I would honestly say, Adam, that so. you're you're probably like so at the early stages of that game. It might be worth just waiting a few more months and seeing if that next gen patch comes out. Hey, that's true. But I'll completely forget how to play it by then. That's fine. It's, there's not much to do. <laughs> I'm already going to be pretty rusty when I get back in. And it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. Moving along, though, this is pretty cool. Marvel's Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. has already outsold The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's doing really that, well. I mean, Spider-Man has the... Spider-Man has that that selling power, though. Yeah. You know, just that... People love Spider-Man. And I, who could blame them, you know? <laughs> but uh, I, I also read a blurb that was talking about Miles Morales and how it was good evidence that Sony can leave, like, the cross-gen releases behind. Mm-hmm. Because apparently the PS5 uh, version has way outsold the PS4. Oh. Sure. So, I get that. Pretty cool. So anyway, yeah, I think uh, one last news story. Wait, this wait, is kind of Lars now says Spider-Man really sticks around. Get it, guys? I get it. You get it? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so last news story of the Fortnite. Um, the PlayStation Store, it's back, baby. They're keeping oh, PS3 man. and PS Vita alive on the PlayStation Store operations. <laughs> PSP will still be continued, discontinued. Uh, that yes, is those, that ten-year-old console. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful news. Hooray! The, the the PSP. When did the PSP come out? Like 2005 or something? Uh, the not PS that Vita. long ago. PSP is not extended, by the way. No, no, we right, never. Right. Yeah. PSP has oh, okay. end, yeah has ended, uh, or will will be continu- discontinued. But yeah, I, I just mean like. As far as okay, PS well, uh, no. PS3 came out in, in what 2006. Yeah, so yeah, that's a 15 year old console, and then right. Vita came out. V- Vita is nine years old and like yes. eight months, something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I did yeah, the math because like I joked with Mike in the Discord, like, "Hooray, you can still buy games on a 10 year old console." What a newsworthy <laughs> story! Because I was convinced that Mike was going to make this the topic this week, and we were going to spend yeah. another <laughs> podcast talking about a 10 year old system. Surprise! Surprise! What do you think? <laughs> I'm so happy, no, Adam. Um, I, I'm so happy. I think it's cool. I think it's super cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously got out. I sold my Vita, but I, I honestly had decided to do that before I even heard that the PlayStation store was, right. they yeah. were planning on closing it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're not because like, there's still a lot of developers who are making and releasing games for Vita. Yeah. Um, so there's uh there's definitely, there's a small, but insanely dedicated fan base for Vita and they buy games. They do. So, I mean... And I think it's, it's still... Uh, uh, it's now the only place, uh, maybe PS3 as well, uh, where you can buy PS1 games. Should you have a desire yeah, to get, get back and the, play those? all those PS1 classics I'm on there. You. And the Vita's really the best place to play those. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so celebration in the halls of, uh, of PS... Uh, PlayStation Land for that. Um, it was kind of interesting to see Sony say like, oh, after we heard your feedback, we realized we made a mistake. Like, sorry about yeah. that. We're, <laughs> you know, like they, it wasn't like super corporate. The language was like, you know, we, we made a mistake. We realized. Yeah. So you guys love it. Yeah. It's okay. going to keep. Yeah. <laughs> pretty crazy. Like we were just looking at a spreadsheet. Some, some dude pulled out of the database. Yeah. And that's that's how we had made that decision. Yeah, you know? it's weird. We were looking so. at a spreadsheet that said the last game that sold on either platform was five years ago. And we're just really surprised mm-hmm. that everyone that's, wants us to keep these services running. That's definitely <laughs> not but true. But as soon as as soon as we said it was closing, it was gangbusters business. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, that about does it for the news, I think. Michael. Mm. It's time for Mike to struggle to read those tweets. <laughs> Should be a pretty short one. Uh, once again, Ab and I completely <laughs> forgot to send out questions until today. <laughs> so we've only got a yeah. handful. But, they're but we can take some Twitch questions yeah. as well. So get, get, indeed, get them indeed. ruminating on Twitch if you guys Yeah, Lars has questions. one. Lars has one, so we're, so we're good. But, cool. but Excellent. Mike, Excellent. We'll go ahead and read the tweets first. First one up is from Mr. <clears throat> Tom Titus Hughes. Have any of you oh, yeah. finished Final Fantasy VII Remake yet? Also, shame on David for giving up like a teraflop coward. So what is the teraflop <laughs> coward? Is that a Final Fantasy reference that I don't... Or is I it just the flops? I, is it all about the, all it's the, all all about the flops. flops? Okay, you know it is. Yeah. You were so, flopping, but you weren't flopping fast enough, David. Right. So Damn. I am going to restart the game from the beginning. Are you really? Uh, at, yeah, when it, when the uh, PS5 update comes out, I okay. will, uh, I will try, I'll check it out. And we'll see. I don't know how much the Yuffie DLC will be, but if, if it's not too expensive, I'll buy that, too. Um, cool. And uh, I'll check it out and I'll see if I can get past the house again. And if I do, then we're good. Like, because that yeah. that boss was just so frustrating. Um, yeah, I hear what you're saying there. Uh, once so, you get past that part of the game, you actually have the option to grind a little bit. And that way there's like there's no I more. I don't see nothing wrong <laughs> at all. Um so I think I think once you're past that part, since you can you can grind levels if you want to, um, and it doesn't mm-hmm. take long because Final Fantasy VII Remake hands out levels mm-hmm. like nothing, like it's um, candy. Yeah, yeah. Like you can like I I was I was in another like I was like a one area of the game, and I think I, I leveled up like five times in this one area. I was like, this is not like the first like the original <laughs> at all. <laughs> Um, so I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, and I think I'm the only one who did because I don't think Adam's played it yet. Yeah, right? I haven't played it yet. I I have it now because we got it for free. But I I kind of I want to play the PS5 version, so I'll probably actually buy that. Okay. Um, when it comes out, but yeah, I I definitely I'm absolutely going to play it. I just I kind of yeah. wanted to wait until we are at least closer to part two. Or maybe even, I don't know if I'll be able to control myself until we're like near the, the end chapter of it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, by the way, Vegas Bell and Chat also thought the same song as you, Adam. There you go. <laughs> oh, I, we all did. I, I hope. I, I didn't. I don't really know that song you don't very know, well. Oh, man. David, we're going to have to have a chat later. <laughs> it's not a surprise uh, that I don't know a lot about rap music on this. Uh, not a, Not a rap song, but. It's not rap. It's not rap. Is there rap in it? It's, like, it's a great R and B song. Oh yeah, R and B hits. I don't know. Um, the any, 90s, any other I questions? Yeah. So uh, I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. I liked it. Uh, it gets real buck wild at the end. No spoilers. Um, it it absolutely <laughs> changes. I, I would say the the last like few hours of that game are absolutely brand new. So I'm excited for you guys to eventually get through that and tell me what you think oh nice because nice because in the the original right you get to a point where it's just like all right we're leaving midgar we're out of here that is that is not how this game polishes up (laughs) so oh yeah i'm excited for you guys to get there and like i I was like man this is this is weird (laughs) but good it's good cool yeah um ronan kai uh asked uh two things one he asked more poop stories, please. 
And <laughs> no, that's not a absolutely, uh, it's it's a request. Uh, and one of these days, we're going to record another minisode, and we'll absolutely get to more poop one stories. Of these days. So many more I haven't Gosh. told yet. Yeah, apologies because like life has been complete madness <laughs> yeah. for the last few months. Well, and, if, if you're uh, looking at the Twitch stream right now, you can look at Adam's camera. Uh, he, his room looks totally different right now. Yeah. Um, he's been yeah, he's so, been busy with stuff that I don't. What can you share? Well, yeah, with, what can you share? Definitely. Uh, well, I can say I'm working on a video game soundtrack. Wow, so that's super cool. <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. It is I pretty can't awesome. talk about it other than that. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure <laughs> yeah, it was NDA. Um, he's all NDA'd up, guys. Yeah. Don't even yeah. try to find out what he's so working I'm, on because he can't do it. Super jazzed, super jazzed about that. But also, I I sold some gear that I had for years and years that I was like not really using. Um, bought some other stuff. I bought a new recording desk. I've built some acoustic panels. I just wanted to really revamp my office and make it into a, like a home studio, home studio. So um, it looks, I think it's coming along. It's coming along. It's getting there. So um, I talked to the wife and her beloved bookshelf that you guys have seen behind me for mm-hmm. years now. Uh, all of this stuff is going to be out of here oh, soon. Oh, is it really? And this will all be a dedicated studio, That's which is pretty so fresh. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yep. I'm so, so excited for you. Yeah, I'm I'm loving it. So I'm very, very excited. And David was talking about how tired he is or has been this week. I know it's it funny because oh, I'm, man. I've been well, I've just been working my regular job like all day and then literally like at about I spend some time <laughs> oh with the family gosh. and then when everyone's off to bed or like kind of tucked in for the night oh. at 11 or so I'll come in here and work till like 3 a.m oh. on music so <laughs> yeah it's been it's been wild but uh so yeah I I was like a zombie it was the last time I was that tired because I did that like three nights in a row the last time I was that tired was when uh the witness came out mm-hmm. and I played it all <laughs> night, like every night for like a week, and I was still getting up and going to work like at seven thirty in the morning. Oh my god. And then goodness. I would play till like three AM, you know, and, and be like, Oh Mike, I'm so dead tired, but it's so good. <laughs> and, then, and then like I'd come to work the next day and be like, Mike, I did it again. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> It, it is true. That's how he described it to me. Adam Adam messaged me uh, during during work hours a few days ago. He's like, Mike, it's like it's like the witness all over again. Oh wow! Uh, Lars now predicts that you are working on Ghosts of Tsushima twenty seventy seven. Yes, Ronan Kai it's, guessed Ghosts so of cool. Nino Kuni. Uh, and then Lars also guessed Shovel Knight Auto 5. <laughs> it's the last of Cooney, actually. Ooh, the <laughs> yeah, last of Cooney. It's a crazy, crazy mashup. Uh, uh, our, yeah. our, Thanks, guys. Thank you in the chat. Our last question from Runkai was, uh, what was your least favorite thing about Ghost of Tsushima? Like, the one thing you absolutely hated, could not stand. Mm. It's a hard one, I know. Mm. Also, square pizza, yarnay. I say, yay, um, Grandma Pizza in New York City is delicious. It's very good. It's more yeah. rectangular than square, but it is very good. I, so. I don't feel like the shape of pizza has an effect on its taste. If it's a good pizza, I don't care what shape it comes in. Yeah. Yeah. No, There's, I'm all for square pizza. Like Detroit style a lot of times is square yeah. or oh. rectangular at least. And I, Detroit style is pretty dang good. I wonder good. if Detroit style is like New York City grandma style. I'd never heard of it until I lived here, mm-hmm. but it's like it's lit- it's the literal style of pizza. It's a little bit different. It's got like uh, parsley. It's got some sort of green leaf laid on top. 
It, it's mm. it's a little bit different, and there's a lot of garlic, and it's very good. Oh, Ooh, I like a little piece with a lot of garlic in it. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you watch Good Mythical Morning, they did a whole pizza shootout between like all the different areas of the country. Did California win Detroit. that one too? Somehow they did. They did. Uh, Okay. No, New York actually <laughs> won that one. It's, it was it was a sad day. <laughs> there's a there's a spot near me called the Upper Crust that sells uh, what they call pinwheels, um, which oh. I can oh. I can only oh, describe to you guys. Yeah, it's it's like they took slices of pizza and just kind of wrapped them around each other into a ball, and you just eat it like an apple. Um, it seems wrong, but it tastes so right. <laughs> uh, as far as Ghosts of Tsushima, is there anything about the game I don't like? Um, I think the only thing, and, and I don't think there's anything strong enough in the game for me to say, man, I can't stand this part of the game. Because yeah. all of it's really good, even the multiplayer thing, which is usually just a, like a tacked on mode for wow, a lot of Wow, you companies. actually like the multiplayer. I like the multiplayer. Wow. I only don't, the only reason I don't play is because no one else plays it with me. Um, I love the multiplayer. I thought it was really fun. Um, but uh, the, the multiplayer for that game is exactly like Uncharted 2 multiplayer, if that gives you any indication. Mm. Um, yeah. Besides like a that, great time. it's a great time. Besides that, the only thing I can really think of, and I understand why this was the case, and I don't think this is a spoiler too much um, in Ghost of Tsushima, is there's uh, really early in the story, you're kind of presented story-wise with this avenue to either behave like a samurai or like do whatever it takes to get the job done type of deal. And I was like, oh man, uh, I'm going to try the samurai thing out. And the game like completely <laughs> ignores that. It's like the next cutscene's talking about all these dudes I marked. I was like, I don't remember doing that or any of that stuff you just said I did. <laughs> uh, it just kind of assumes like once you're given all the ninja tools, like you'll just do like crazy like Tenchu stuff. And uh, you're going to be yeah, all dishonorable. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't do that stuff. And I was like, oh, I guess I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, oh, so that, gotcha. that's like slightly disappointing. But I understand like that's a lot to take on for a game. That's that big to have branching storylines and things like that. So, yeah. Um, uh, by the way, I Lars, it, but close Lars and Ronan both want to play the multiplayer mode of ghosts of Tsushima with you. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Ronan oh, yes. says he'll even play after gremlin hours. And Lars says that gremlin <laughs> hours are regular, <laughs> regular hours. hours. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get tons of free time for multiplayer, but, uh, if I can work something out with you guys, absolutely. Yeah. They're both in the discord, so you can work it out that of way. course. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, I have not played it yet. yet. Uh, I'm planning on streaming it once I finish Ratchet and Clank. So, yeah, I just hated like, okay, I'll I'll say it was my game of the year last year. It was. You hate that it was your game of the year. I just hated in in Ghost of Tsushima how like gorgeous everything was. (laughs) So pretentious. And And how fun to play it was. I hate I hate like when it makes me feel like I gotta play it all the time, you know, because it's so much fun. <laughs> I hate that. So that's that was those are my main yeah, complaints. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um cool. <laughs> Them's all Great. the tweets. Uh, do we have some that's all some the tweets? Twitch we questions? got some questions. Yeah, let me oh, find it. Yeah, real- we Yeah, we've got one from Mr. Lars Snow. Oh, if there was a national SBF BGS <laughs> holiday <laughs> slash night when would it be? And I, I really feel Our like I'm going to go ahead and put, I'm going to put my vote in. Yeah. Okay. It's October the 7th. Is that when which we started? Is the, that's the date of the very first podcast going up. That's, so it came out the day before my birthday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The Whoa. very first episode day before David's birthday. That's amazing. In 2014. 
And uh, yeah, so that's SPF EGS uh, birthday, I guess. Yeah, I like it. What what year were we coming up on this year? Do you know? Is it seven or is it eight? This will seven, oh, right? This will be seven years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 15, okay. 16, Ooh, okay, that's a good number. Yeah, seven, seven years. Yeah. Pretty, pretty sweet. It's crazy. I I have a personal goal to keep this podcast going for 10 years. That's my personal. <laughs> nice. I know that's asking a lot because life changes and we're it all does. exhausted and stuff, but it's seasons. Change. I, I had a personal goal to make sure the show dies at exactly nine years and 11 months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so oof, this is going to be a uh, yeah, rough one. Guys. A solid plan. You guys have to oh, stick, it, stick around right. and see how it, how it pans out. Yeah, I'll throw a wrench in the works somewhere. Oh, no. Don't, Don't worry about dare. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw my sabo in the in the gears. Them's the tweets. All right, Them's the tweets. <laughs> uh, Vegas Mill, the suspense will keep me watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. It is now the part of the show where we sell you things. Oh, uh, you know, legitimately, sometimes mm. this is the funnest part of the show, which is hilarious because <laughs> it gets cut out for all of our patrons. So I don't know. Yeah, it, it makes we it back in if anything know. really funny happens. You, okay, you just never know what's going to happen That's here in this part of the show where we sell you things. Yeah, Lars says you mean um, the best part of the show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. See, he's on board. <laughs> <laughs> so Patreon, you guys. Patreon.com slash SBFVGS. That's where you should go, really. Go I mean, if right I'm being now. honest. Hey, pause. If the I'm being po- honest, you should on, go there. Pause the podcast right now. You got time. Load up Patreon.com slash SBFVGS. Check out those tiers. Mm. There's some good stuff Look in those there. Check them out. Do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, yeah, you can get uh, early and ad-free access to the episodes. Yeah. You can uh, get the Patreon exclusive mini-sodes, which we need to record another mm. one of. Um, you can get, of course, the after show, which is my favorite new perk, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, the five dollar tier. Uh, you get every episode. We basically record two episodes now, and yeah. the second episode goes it's, onto the Patreon feed for you supporters. It's so supposed to be cool. twenty to thirty minutes, but lately it's been like over 35 minutes so yeah, yeah sometimes it's, it's like, like a whole second like episode a, um, i edit yeah. that personally for you guys and mm-hmm. so we need you guys to subscribe at the five dollar tier or higher so you can check that stuff out we're we're doing this for you so really yeah if you think about it we're doing yeah. it for you we're not doing it because we want you to give us five dollars a month we're doing it well plus <laughs> we're doing it plus for you. <laughs> plus david has a lot of bath water to give you know oh well, I mean? yeah there is and the bath water that... tier that has not been confirmed but we do have a couple people at the bath water tier there's a um, there's a secret dollar <laughs> amount to get david's bath water see if you can find it by subscribing now <laughs> Oh, uh, man, we should put it on there like something insanely oh, high. Oh, my gosh. It, oh, Ronica says it's, it's so warm, there. too. <laughs> I can't. Oh, Lars says, I can't believe there's a tier where you get a beanie made of Mike's beard hair. <laughs> Ooh. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of weaving. It takes a long time. 
<laughs> Lars now says it's, uh, it's it's $69.420 a month. <laughs> Only oh one way to find out. Lars. Scandalous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Um, of course, you can also support the show by going on over to twitch.tv slash SBFEGS. You can support us there just by subscribing. If you got that mm. uh, Amazon Prime, oh, yeah. you connect it with your Twitch account, you get the Twitch Prime Synergy going. Mm-hmm. You know about synergy, um, and you know, there you go, free sub, no ads. By you know, the way, if you don't you have any of those show. things, but you do have a Twitch account, if you just head over to SB, uh, twitch.tv slash SBFVGS and follow us, that also helps following. us get like review copies yes. of stuff. And uh, following's good, yeah. you guys. Yeah. Following is is very helpful. So it's fun mm-hmm. and good to do. So good to do. There was madness in any direction. So I think that that about wraps it up, guys. Yeah. Are you ready? Well, now hang on. For, There's a giveaway that we're supposed to be doing. We haven't even talked yes. about it yet. When are we doing that? Yeah, are we so, doing that at the end of the episode? I'm gonna say before topic time. Oh. So literally right now. Right let's now. Do this giveaway. Okay. okay. It's giveaway time. Giveaway we had time. A generous anonymous donor who wanted to contribute a copy of Mass Effect. Is it Uber Edition? I think it's Uber Spaceman Edition. Uber Spaceman mm-hmm. um, Edition. Yep. Yeah. So contribute that for giveaway to the community here. Um, wanted to remain nameless. You know, of course, we thank him. Yes. We know him. We know who it is. Wait, or her. He or she. We don't want to give away even. You guys have the, you guys have the worst poker faces. Like, <laughs> I'm going to accidentally say the name any second. Um, <laughs> so anyway, when it's time to give away a copy of Mass Effect. Is it Ultimate Edition? I literally can't remember. If it's it's, what it's it the is. Mass Effect Remaster, whatever they called it. Whatever they called the, it. The remaster. We the don't platform know. is the, the choice of the person. So who, once you win, we will ask you what platform you would like it on. And then that is mm-hmm. what you will receive a code for. So. All right. So yeah. here's your question. And, and really... I mean, I'm going to say there's no right answer, but oh, there, there is. Uh, <laughs> According to Mike, who will so, be choosing the... So it's going to be a yeah, randomly so, chosen person. Yeah, so Mike Somewhat. will randomly choose the person who, from all the correct answers. So um, the question is, folks, mm. who is the best person to romance in Mass Effect and Why? Mm. The why is very so. Get creative. Are we going to read these on the on the next episode? Yeah, I think we'll we'll pick the best ones and we'll definitely read them. And don't give me that nonsense like like your fantasy ones like Morden Solos, who's not romanceable in the game. Mm -hmm. I want to hear real Mm -hmm. romances. I want to hear why. 
Yeah. And then from and that pool. I think I think the why, even if you chose someone who Mike didn't agree with necessarily. You give yeah. me a good why. why is good enough. Me. Ooh, that could win you some bonus yeah, you points. Sway him. For, for an extra mm-hmm. challenge, say it's Miranda Lawson and then come up with a really good why. And it because better be really, really good. There are, that's not, there are not very many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, that will be announced. I guess we'll just announce it on the next episode. Yep. What do you think, guys? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Well, so that'll be announced yeah. in a fortnight. So uh, and, uh, right, we here, record, right here live on the show. We record when next, so we know when to give them the cutoff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, calendar, calendar. I am also opening calendar. Um, Probably should have done I'm, this in advance. You guys are on it. I'm not even going to open a calendar right now. Uh, May, All right, May so on 5th the, is the day before Yeah, on the 6th. Oh, yeah, the 5th. So Cinco de Mayo so May is the cutoff. Oh, Cinco de Mayo is the last day. It is. Yes. So get in your Mass Effect Uber Spaceman Edition giveaway submissions. Tell us who is the best and most wonderful character to romance in Mass Effect and why. And we will, of course, pick a winner and give away that glorious copy. Thank you to the generous donor who shall remain unnamed. Mm -hmm. At least until... You know, uh, a few minutes when I accidentally blurted it out. So, uh, and moving this person on, is, is going to now... be so scared to listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> All right, topic time: meat and potatoes. Mike, yeah, your topic, good sir. So, um, this almost wasn't the topic because I'm the only one who played it. But I thought, uh-huh. screw it. I want to this talk is going to be this. good radio. We're going to have no idea what we're talking about. It's no be idea great. what they're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so yeah. this past weekend, before we recorded, the uh, Resident Evil 8 Village demo was made available on uh, on PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool, except for the weird way they released it, which totally sucked. It's so confusing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to... Anyway, the topic is going to be impressions of the demo. So okay. we'll go from there. Now, as long as... So, of course, I haven't played it yet. And so and I have I also want, not played it yet. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would... I just want to make sure... Like, yeah, let's crack it wide open. Let's talk about it. Yeah. But also don't... Yeah, no, don't spoil anything that happens in it. It's hard yeah. to spoil because it's just 30 minutes. <laughs> it's like, just 30 minutes. I don't think we can get real beginning? spoilery. And I think I can talk about this just fine without spoiling any story points whatsoever. Yeah, no, let's get into it. I want to hear your impressions. Um, But as long as they're not like impressions of things that like happened. Right. (laughs) General impressions about maybe how you felt. Yeah. How's that? So (laughs) empath impressions. The first thing. I'm kidding. Let's spoil it. Let's do this thing. The first thing I want to talk about is the absolutely buck wild and stupid way that Capcom released the demo. And that was yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so all platforms I think will get access to this demo. Steam will for sure. I think Xbox is also getting access to the demo uh, in early May, um, and it'll be an hour-long demo. What they essentially did was take that hour-long demo, cut it in half. Last weekend, folks mm-hmm. on PlayStation can play that first half of the demo, and then this coming up weekend, which will have already occurred by the time you guys hear this episode, we can play the other half of the demo. <clears throat> the, you can't play the whole thing. No. Well, not until that that May thing, and then you know, then you'll get like. So no, is this just next together. weekend? The second half of the demo on yeah. PS Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Second yeah. half of the demo on. But on you PS5. can't play the first half no, and the second half you together. <laughs> and it, let me take That's this a weird. step further, Adam. Not only did yeah. they they cut the demo up that way, um, they also made it so that you could only play it if you 
installed the game and played it uh, last Saturday. Yeah, you it was, had eight it was, hours. It was up from like 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. <laughs> and if you didn't play in that window, it <laughs> okay. just didn't work anymore. Um, yes. It just tells I, you like I the next demo. And I was like, like oh, cool, away. I'm going to try this out. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to try this out. This will be cool as soon as I have some time. And then like and then you told me, oh, I think it's over. I was like, oh, it wow. is, huh? That's, um, that's like. And we're going to get into why that's going to be really disappointing for you, Adam. Um, but besides that, they also timed the demo for 30 minutes. It's not like it's, oh, here's a 30 minute chunk of the game. When you hit start, it starts to tick a clock for 30 minutes and the demo will end wherever you are at in that 30 minutes. Yeah. So if if you Uh. can't solve their cool door puzzle in like two minutes, you're going to like lose out on a bunch of other things that happen in the demo. Yep. I I went online to look at other people's impressions of the demo and I saw it like cutting off like a mid cutscene because the cutscenes also tick the clock. So when you're stuck oh. in a cutscene, <laughs> you have the option to either skip the cutscene and keep playing or let the clock keep ticking down oh. and maybe not get to play the whole so, demo. Now, real quick, oh. I, I watched someone play this because uh, I missed the time to play mm-hmm. it. And um, because I have a life, I'm sorry, I have a life. I, I can't be beholden to Capcom <laughs> and their whims of when we can play their game. But uh, so I watched someone play it mm-hmm. and it was like all cutscenes. So there's a lot of cutscenes in this. It's demo. like I would say at least 50 percent cutscenes, if not more. Um, so yeah, let me let me just throw this in before we get deep into the into the demo. Mm-hmm. I of course, I did. Like I said, I didn't play it yet. Um, however, we made some chicken in the crock pot, barbecue chicken in the crock pot last night. And I forgot, like, I don't know. It it got a little burned on the side. Uh Sure. If I'm being honest, you know, and we use the crock pot liner, you know, but it's, uh, no, don't you worry. (laughs) You'll see. So apparently I forgot to change out the crock pot liner after dinner last night and so this morning i get up and i'm making my coffee and i'm like oh dear god the crock pot looks like something from the kitchen in resident evil 7 nice oh, like were there, it was were there like flies in the it? most it was the most horrifying looking crock pot i've ever <laughs> laid were eyes there on maggots and then i had to like i did take a knife to like peel out the the liner oh, oh yeah wow. it was horrifying so anyway, that was the scariest thing that I played with. I mean, that's not uh, too far Resident off from Evil playing style. Resident Evil, I feel like, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times they just go for the gross factor. Yeah. You're right. So You're right. Oh, there yeah. wasn't a lot of that in this demo, though. There wasn't a ton of like, ew, that's gross. Yeah. And and I'm going to give some impressions post this that, that kind of fall into that as well. So <clears throat> so the, the demo basically opens up. Uh, in the village portion of the game. And, and for those who don't know, uh, it's a continuation from seven, right? It's the same character that you played in uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, 7. Ethan, uh, except this time his daughter's been kidnapped and he's got to go find her. So, so again, he's looking for a woman. Yep. So <laughs> we, the, it didn't, we didn't stretch too far in like how to keep this plot going. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's OK. <laughs> so you you are essentially dropped in right into the village uh before uh it is suddenly attacked or i guess it's it's probably been under siege for it's a bit. kind of like mid-esque attack right <laughs> right like they've they've been attacked a couple times but they haven't fallen apart yet 
Yeah. Mm. So also, I thought it was interesting because they're like very. They're supposed to be a very religious village, but they're dropping f bombs like it's nothing. Like it, it's like it's such a weird. Most religious people I know uh-huh. don't cuss like actual sailors, but this village they do. <laughs> I guess it it sort of depends on who you're worshiping at that point. Like maybe Jesus guess, doesn't yeah. like the cussing, but they're. I don't think that's who they're worshiping, David. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. It's just weird. Like they they describe themselves at one point as like a pious or or something sure. like that yeah. village, and then they just the next word is an f word. So I, I it's it's like we're it's just, really super into church, <laughs> like really <laughs> into church. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike, replace rem- that beep with the with the coin sound. With oh, the coin, beep. yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. It'll, it'll sound like Adam said a bad word. Um, so you're dropped in, creepy old lady, kind of looks like the uh, the transformed uh, uh, evil queen from Snow White. Um, oh, if you can picture that. Like, oh, like the really like the old short witch. old oh, witch yeah. with the, the black cloak. Yeah. Looks just uh-huh. like her if she had like some skulls on her on her uh, on her staff. So nice. Anyway, she she cackles at you. She like locks a gate behind you and you're stuck in like this little village area. You just got to kind of figure out where to go next. Quick side um, note, why okay. do so many people in video games find everything hilarious? Like like <laughs> in every video game it seems like there's one character that's either that's either always like <laughs> or <laughs> like the every video well, game there's David, one person. I mean you try hatching a, a brilliant evil <laughs> scheme. It will crack you up. I mean yeah. just give it a try. Okay. Give it a try. Man. I'll give it a try sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When, especially when you see your evil plan coming to fruition, <laughs> I think that's really what gets you <laughs> cracking up. You know, <laughs> you're just yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're almost there. Yeah, I'm almost there. One one day, one day you'll be there. <laughs> so uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna describe step by step what happens in the demo because that's that's boring. Uh, what I will what, say, no, what happens in minute two, minute two, uh, minute two, you notice that there's a gate that you need to get into because you're pretty <laughs> sure you got to get to the castle, but that gate is locked and not with like a Uh-oh. key. Cause that's not how that people do things in Resident Evil 4. It's locked with a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, also not that. Cause Resident Evil doesn't do that. Uh, so it's, it is uh. locked by two, uh, missing circular release, which complete. The carving that is, uh, of course, that is, uh, yeah, is that not what your it's keys look like? Mike? Horribly complex that's mechanism. <laughs> um, that, Mike, that's how I secure my doors. That's that's yeah, I take a piece and I hide it in the garden near some like rabid dogs. Yeah, anyone it's, can copy a key, Mike. It's how my are they gonna favorite. copy a weird <laughs> shape. It's my favorite part of Resident Evil, to be honest, because uh, while it's, I guess, somewhat more plausible like in a remote area with like a weird like castlevania style background like playing resident evil 2 it's like okay we got to get into the chief's office in this modern day police station now the door is locked with the crest of the city which he keeps behind the fountain which can only be opened the head of the fountain will open to get this if you have like the baseball sized sapphire that he keeps around <laughs> just for funsies. <laughs> Place the baseball sized like, sapphire oh, gosh, in the I, hand I left of the my statue. lunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, I left my lunch in the office. Yeah, where's my sapphire? <laughs> Where did I leave the sapphire? <laughs> I need the crest so I can get in there. Listen, my sandwich Mike, is getting soggy. 
when you're the boss, you just get to decide how things get done, and that's the way he likes it. Like, I, I kind of, <laughs> you can kind of buy it with the mansion in Resident Evil 1 because, like, a crazy person put this house together. Like, sure, yeah. they can be as eccentric as they want. Yeah. Like, yeah. a city fire department probably shouldn't, uh, you know, require <laughs> that you have, like, the the golden cherub statue and it has to be placed <laughs> and then turned like counterclockwise in order to get the floor to open yes. to slide down the pole. Seems like houses are going to burn down in that time. You're yeah. wasting precious minutes. Uh, what, what, okay, I really, think, really no, quick. Here's the thing. Oh, I, I was just going to say, if I'm ever uh, pow- rich and powerful and, and I own my own company or something yeah. and I can make such decisions, I want the doors to be locked with like weird stuff like this. Yeah. This is a new life goal. I want to yeah. understand the technology in Resident Evil 7. They're in some backwoods house in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Literally hicks live there. Yeah. But somehow yeah. they have doors that 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 open when you have a statue that is this weird shape and then you turn it a certain way and the shadow is cast on a painting and then a door opens mm. and i don't yeah. understand i want to know so what cool. technology this is that they're using in this <laughs> backwoods louisiana town it's, it's crazy <laughs> it's it's deceptively advanced down there david yeah paul had to spend all day with his brand new uh, iphone using the lidar sensor (laughs) to figure out the exact depth he would need that shadow to be at Um, they're not as hickish as you think they are i guess not i guess i'm under under uh, estimating them i think don't don't let the the drawl fool you yeah very intelligent people (laughs) they just nasty that's all Anyway, they just leave their crock pot unattended for many hours. Uh-huh. Uh, all, all that to say, yeah, you know, you, you go through you go through this town, you solve a couple of puzzles. You find yourself yeah, in like a, a tall wheat field with, you know. Crazy people, maybe werewolves, who knows what they really Oof. are. Oh, I hope uh, not. that's scary. You know, run away from those folks, find some survivors. Yeah. And. Like David mentioned earlier, nothing, nothing too nasty is, is in this. Like the maiden demo was gross. Like it, it does yeah. that other half of, of Resident Evil that started in the more recent games where it's like, well, the only way to get the key is to reach into this bucket of blood and guts and, and mm-hmm. pull it out. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. it just, just take a right when you see the five hanging corpses with their intestines falling out the bottom. Like, oh. like that stuff is like, it's not, I guess I, environment wise, I guess it can be scary, but I don't find it scary. It's just nasty um yeah i think it's there's a certain discomfort that comes yeah that's the thing it's supposed to be unsettling there's a discomfort that comes with like human gore usually yeah Uh, but i mean but if you overuse it it just becomes set dressing and you're like meh yeah. Once you've seen one one head on a pike, you've seen a hundred. And, and I know? think yeah. that's that's my problem with it. Like Resident Evil Eight, the Maiden demo had had this problem where it's like, oh, you're you're trapped down in the cell, and if you look up, there's you know twenty five hanging bodies in bags, and it's like, well, that's a lot. Um, one of them's probably gonna fall down. <laughs> that's too many. Yeah, one's probably gonna fall down. When you walk by. <laughs> oh, look, it did. Um, so yeah. it's not that scary. <laughs> I actually find Resident Evil sound design way better at immersion than like just putting like mm. nasty gore everywhere. But I will um, say yeah. I was scared in the first demo. Uh, once you, it wasn't the gory stuff that scared me. But right. there was like a moment in that first demo where all like you're walking down some steps that you've walked up and down. To, like, and here's how they get you. This is one. If you guys want to know a little trick about scaring people, mm-hmm. lull them into a false sense of security. Like so, make them go mm-hmm. somewhere that they've already been. Go back and forth a couple times with nothing happening, and then the next time you go down, it something happens, and you'll be like, oh, what? 
you know, like so. Yeah. So like I walked up and down the staircase that I'd walked up and down many times. And then all of a sudden there was a voice behind me and I was like, what? And I like, I like freaked out on stream like I was streaming that and, and uh, it, it it got me. So that that's yeah. how you do it. So. So right now, I think we're doing a pretty terrible job of describing the demo. Uh, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of tangents. Job. And that's OK. <laughs> and that's OK, because I'm going to sum it up for you all. They right can't now. play it anyway, Mike. They can't. <laughs> you never will again. <laughs> you could make um, things up. Real and quick. Never so know. If, real quick to compare it uh, to the Maiden demo, like graphics performance wise was it pretty consistent yeah yeah like it, it looks great um you know uh, I, I think the default settings were uh 4k on there's a couple of camera settings i ended up changing because i didn't i didn't like the behavior i didn't notice it uh in the maiden i think because there's not a lot of gameplay there's a lot of walking mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. um and in this where there's actually like gunplay and things like that i found that the um i forget what they call it, it was like camera acceleration and uh aiming acceleration i had to turn both those things off like they were oh wow hmm. they they add like a weird delay like where you turn the joystick and and they're going for this thing where like you you move and then the camera moves just a fraction of a second later i don't know if it's supposed to feel more realistic but it just feels bad in an fps i think oh um now did did you uh does it does the demo take advantage of like the uh dual sense it does, yeah. Um, so, like, when you're using a gun, vibrations. Uh, like the there's there's two guns in the demo: the pistol and the shotgun, and they both feel a little bit different, which is cool. Um, so, yeah, nice, it, it definitely nice. takes like advantage of like the haptic feedback stuff. Um, All right, cool. Yeah, it, it's it's good stuff. And I finished the demo, and none of the gory stuff really. Came oh, did to you pass actually and, finish finish it? Like, yeah, they didn't cut you off. Okay. Uh, in in. Part of that was because I didn't play it the way I probably should have played it. Knowing I only had 30 minutes, I didn't know how long the demo was. I just like started to like tear through the village as quickly as I could. Um, <laughs> so not the optimal way to play it. Not, not a great way to enjoy the game. But the impression I got from that was at least the village portion that they, they made available. I was like, oh, man, this is less like Resident Evil 7 and a lot more like Resident Evil 4. Like, oh, okay, yeah, mm, I can see that. Trouncing through a village, uh, there's like I don't know if they're villagers or whatever they are, but when when these things are attacking you, like they can swarm you, and you can like run into a a, a house and like push a bookshelf in front of the door and, and like try to barricade and, and stave them off. Oh, that's pretty. You know, cool. jump out a window. I love that the other stuff way. in in four though. And then I I sat back and I I thought about it some more, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. Remote village in the mountains, looking for a kidnapped little girl. This is 100% Resident Evil 4. Oh. What, what do I have to do next? I have to get through this village swarming with monsters so I can get to the castle to save the kidnapped yep. girl. Yeah, this is 100% Resident Evil 4, and I'm super into it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you know, I did. I I, I, caught, I picked up Resident Evil 4 vibes as well when I was watching the demo. Um, yeah. You know, finding the village. Although there were more non-monster people in the village, though, of I course. think, than, yeah. than in uh, Resident Evil 4. But uh, man, also, side note, all of the performances in the game are very good. I don't really know. Really good even, so far. I noticed like a big step up between uh, Resident Evil 7 and 8 is like, I think they actually went with performance capture actors instead of just voice actors and then motion capturing. I don't know how they did it in Resident Evil 7, but mm-hmm. in 8, it felt like they felt like characters and, and um, it, it was it was really good. It was 
That's I, awesome. It, like all of the characters, even on like I watched the Digital Foundry video on it as well, and they like showed what it looks like on PS4, and it all of the performances still look just as good. Like I don't oh, know wow. what, yeah, I don't know what they did, but it, yeah. the game looks great. The RE engine is is amazing. It's really so. pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess all that to say, I think when I had played the maiden demo, I think my takeaway was like, I'm probably not going to play resident evil eight. Just it's going for more of the gross factor than, than I think the gameplay stuff I'm looking for. And Mm. then playing this demo, I completely turned around and was like, Oh man, I got, I want to play the castle and see how that holds up. Cause the village portion was really fun. I, I really liked the demo. That makes me happy. Maybe yeah. we'll have a little video game book club well, moment where we're all playing the same game for a that change. That would be super cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one thing I know I, I've read about, um, like your encounters with Lady Dimitrescu. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is the that, pronunciation. Um, I don't know if that's right at all. <laughs> um, but that she's going to be kind of like Mr. X. Yeah. Like, oh. like where she's like coming after you and you just got to run. I'm, like you're not going to be able to stand up to her for quite some unless time. Unless you want her to step on you, maybe. That's wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually right, less right. excited about that part in, in particular. Uh, the, I'm so excited. Vampires in Resident Evil, I'm very no, excited I, about that. I like that. that that too, but I like I liked in early Resident Evils and some of the middle ones where there's like these these sort of like key moments in fights and sometimes people get away and you fight them again. I let I I enjoy less the uh, the big thing that's storming after you, just kind of persistent throughout the whole game. I, I get it can add like a scare factor to it. For me, it becomes like an annoyance. Like okay, I got to go to this room, so I start heading that way. Oh, they're chasing me. I got to turn around and run away. And you find like these like things like oh, I can just hide on this other side of this table. They can't get around fast enough. So I'll just loop this table a couple times. They'll get bored and they'll leave. And now I'll go do the thing I wanted to do. <laughs> um, so I will say um, I feel like. Resident Evil 2 uh, the remake mm-hmm. they they've I, f- I feel like I, I never played the original but the way Mr. X worked in 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 the remake I liked he was a little bit less predictable like you would hear him walking around and he'd be chasing you and then he might lose you but you still couldn't quite tell if he'd lost you or not like it wasn't you I, oh, okay, I yeah. never felt like I had a handle on him uh, in the remake, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if you had the same experience, but for me, like sometimes he would surprise me and be somewhere where I didn't expect him to be, so I never really felt safe. Um, uh, did you have, did you ever play the remake? I don't remember. Did you yeah. play the Resident? Yeah, yeah, I didn't play the whole thing, but oh, uh, okay. which is weird because it's not a long game, but yeah, it's something happened. I got distracted. <laughs> I'll get back to it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's still, it, it's, I get it. I get why they do it. It's supposed to you know put that sense of fear into you again i just i don't find it very scary it's find it kind of more like a time waster for me a lot of times mm-hmm. it, and maybe that just comes down to sometimes i just have like this window to play a game oh. and in my head like i'm booting it up i know the next thing i have to go do like ah he's in the room i can't go do it now i gotta run around for five minutes <laughs> to get rid of him and now i'll go back and do yeah. the thing so so I, I think, though, that they are striking a balance between, like, Mr. X and, like, the Baker family in Resident Evil mm-hmm. 7. How they were just kind of, like, roaming around the house. Sometimes you just had to, like, lay low. It's really only one you know, part of the game, but, but yeah, the, they did something similar to that in, mm-hmm. in 7, yeah. in the very beginning. Yeah. You have to, yeah, you got to lay low. Like, the dad's walking through. He may be kind of, like, roaming the halls here and there. And it's like, that stuff, like, you weren't really ready to fight him at that point, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and then... And I know uh, one of the other things I heard was that uh, in this, like, you'll have, like, the daughters, 
quote unquote, of, right. of Lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah, like you'll, you'll have a chance to like basically whittle them down in these boss encounters. So pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. If you ask me, uh, Lars, Lars this said, guy. um, Adam's infatuation with Lady D continues. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I missed it. Uh, you know who? S I R I decided to start listening and mute my headphones. Oh, nice! Uh, oh, I nice. said, cool. yeah. Adam's infatuation with Lady D continues. <laughs> Lady D. Lady D. Do you, do you remember that movie, Amelie? Amelie. Amelie. Lady D. <laughs> yeah, remember that one guy who was like obsessed with Lady D. Oh, oh, I <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Lady D. Mm-hmm. And then he was like talking crap about the like, Collignon Crapsignon. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy. I like that guy. <laughs> Yeah, I like that movie. Deep cut. Deep cut. Deep cut. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So we've got Lady D. Mm-hmm. We've got the daughters. We got, we're killing them off in boss encounters, which is always a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got some solid graphics. None of that was in this I mean, demo, by the way. The solid yeah. graphics were. Yeah, but were. do you... Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but like, do you have... Like, basically... After playing the first part, even though Shades of Resident Evil 4, obviously. Sure, sure. Um, but with maybe like some hot werewolf on vampire action. <laughs> like awesome. More like, more like Twilight. Awesome. So it's like Resident Evil 8 colon Twilight edition. Um, like, do you have any other thoughts on the demo? Any other closing thoughts, perhaps? Ooh, oh, I like it. Um, yeah, so closing thoughts. I thought the demo was really, really good. Um it has a lot of Resident Evil-isms that you're going to be used to, and you'll be repeating those same kind of, like, puzzle door mechanics. That, that stuff is fine. Mm-hmm. As it um, should, because it is Resident yeah. Evil. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a staple. It has to be in there, I think. And it, it is, it's yeah, there. it's part of the DNA of the series at this point. I feel like if they abandon that, I, my, my young self would just be so sad. Mm-hmm. I am still... I'm still... Uh, since I didn't play through all of Resident Evil 7, and maybe I'll do that before this one comes out um, oh, so to, good. to get caught up, um, I'm still kind of missing the Resident Evil that was very obsessed with The Matrix. We've talked about that at length. We don't have to <laughs> yeah. do it again. Uh, it was so stupid and, and so yeah. weird, but part of me was like, I don't know, it's very funny. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss it. It's yeah. not there. It's not going to be there, uh, unfortunately. Like, RE5 was the last time we really saw Resident Evil obsessed with the Matrix still. That's true. I think so. Um, is Or maybe 6. I didn't play 6, honestly. Maybe they were still doing it. Is yeah, no, Chris, six, 6 had it a lot as well, yeah. <laughs> Chris is it. in this game. Mm-hmm. In sort of an antagonist role, it seems. Again, I've yeah, played he, seven, he was so. kind of an antagonist in seven too, a little bit. He and he gets in the way, and I think he ends up killing someone. I think he kills Mia, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's been, uh, I just spoilers. played it, and I don't know. So spoilers. That shows, I, yeah. I haven't played it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, if you haven't so, played it, you had like four years. I'm to joking. Play it. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't play Resident Evil games for the story generally. Um, yeah, don't. It's 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 a it's a spooky vibe with some weird puzzles, and just a unique kind of game. I love the niche that they've carved yeah, out for thought, themselves. And I thought the boss battles uh, in um, seven were fantastic. Oh, yeah. I loved the garage one. Mm-hmm. Um, that so was great. weird. The garage one in, in particular. Yeah. I saw David like, play that one. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, what am I? What do you do now? What? What now? I'm driving <laughs> so a car great. in this boss fight. Like yeah. what? It was so weird. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And uh, and the crazy like clown section that was bizarre and awesome. Oh yeah, it felt in like seven. an escape yeah. room for a second. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, so cool. Um, so to wrap up the final thought, the reason I brought up the Matrix thing was uh, to say just kind of based off the trailers. Uh, in the demo, they they have tended to mm-hmm. end those trailers by kind of showing Chris last, and then it pops up, you know, the title of the game, and it shows mm-hmm. what appears to be like Chris with this like one glowing eye, which tells me oh, one yeah. of two things: oh. that Chris is. I'm gonna throw this out there as a guess. I have no idea. The demo does not go into this at all. Chris, maybe werewolf, or two, Chris is the new Wesker, and he's gonna do oh. some cool Matrix stuff, or three. Chris is a Terminator sent back in time Ooh. to kill John Connor. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and maybe. Ethan. Yeah, Ethan may be the grandfather of John Connor. We don't know. I don't know. It could be all tied in. <laughs> so keep that. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> what a weird show this is. End of the show plugs for all. Um, of course, you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. That's where you can find links to the episodes, the social media, the Twitch channel, mm. merchandise, and even more than Merchandising. If you can believe it. Yeah, <laughs> merchandising. Um, so you also uh, should go and uh, join the Discord. SBFVGS, no, bit.ly SBFVGS Discord. That's right. We have and, a new, uh, uh, we, we added a new um, level up system. So the more you oh, talk in there, the more levels you get. Let, let's, let's just talk, let's talk really quick. I'm obviously number one because I have no life and I just spend all my days <laughs> at 544. You going on about how you're so busy. You got such a life. It's so wonderful. <laughs> Everyone should be jealous of it. Well, here's my and secret. And now you're like, no, I'm just in Discord all day. I, 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 <laughs> I chat all day while I'm working, which is probably not good for my productivity. Good. But I'm so I'm level 14, number one. Ronan Kai's number two at level 11. Uh, yeah. Brick Sandwich, which is our friend Nick Wagner. He's number uh, number three. Let's do the top five. Sipod is number four and several people, which is our friend Ryan. He's number five on our on our discord server. So there you go. My goodness. Uh, join the server. Become join the, the leveling system. Let's see. Let's see you guys get raising the ranks. Come on. Let's do that. It's great. Yep. Bit.ly slash SPFVGS. I like it. I like it. I'm you guys got so quiet. Adam's level two. I'm no, level you one. Like, you're level two now, pal. I'm on level two. Yeah. I'm so I'm so good. You're really so good at this game. game. <laughs> you leveled up yesterday, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, yes. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, uh, if you like what we do, you want to see us doing more of it. The best ways to support the show are by going to patreon.com slash SBFVGS and mm. backing us there. Like the glorious Patreon producers, Tom Titus Hughes and Mr. Ronan Kai mm. do. Um, you subscribe on twitch.tv slash SBFVGS, like we mentioned. You can leave a delightful review on your podcast service of choice, you know, only for this a podcast. delightful one, though. Yeah, tell tell people what a delight it if is. If you give us a five know? star review, we will read it on the uh, on the show. So just we just need to know about it. Well, if if it's not on the Apple one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the only one we've been that's checking. The only we can check that's right. <laughs> yeah. So um, of course, a very special thanks to Mr. Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for that handsome, handsome face. Mm-hmm. Mm.
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at SBFVGS Podcast. I'm on the social medias as well, if you can believe it. You are? Uh, Barry White, B U R Y W I T E. Mike is Taco Douglas mm-hmm. on there. And David is David J. Tate. So you should go follow us, be our friend, talk to us. We're, we're not jerks, despite what you may have seen tonight, you know, on this podcast. By all accounts, I'm a, uh, I'm so. a great guy. So. oh man and that's all the time we have for super best friends video game sleepover episode 172 thank you so much for listening we'll be back every two weeks with more didn't come up with anything to say in this section Uh and uh, (laughs) episodes and other talk on gaming uh hit us up with your questions topics or musings if you want to be part of the show goodbye everybody goodbye see you guys Well, plus, We're doing it plus, for you. <laughs> plus, David has a lot of bathwater to give. You know, oh what I mean? yeah, there is and the bathwater that... tier that has not been confirmed, but we do have a couple people at the bathwater tier. There's a um, there's a secret dollar <laughs> amount to get David's bathwater. See if you can find it by subscribing now. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.